The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to all sports talk. Hope everybody's having a good day. Battling the weather. Stay safe out there. Um, Today, I'm joined by Diane Cummings. We are in the safe confines of Studio B at WGNS. Coach, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Diane, of course, is the uh, longtime coach in volleyball and basketball at MTSU. She's the senior women's associate or s- senior associate athletic director, if I can spit that out. And talking off air, 41 years now. Yes, and it's you, hard to believe. And you said that. Uh, you thought you'd hang around here three or four years and go uh, be an elementary school teacher. Uh, uh, life or God had different plans for you, didn't you? You know, that's so true, Money. I, I came here and loved my time at middle, but I thought, you know, I, I want to go back and teach elementary school. But I got to middle, and I loved it. And uh, I'm very fortunate. My career grew right here at middle. If there was a new job, you know, and I went after it, then uh, – I was able to get it, and so I've had a lot of different jobs at middle uh, in the athletic department and love them all. You know, college athletics has changed so much over the years. You know, back in the, I guess I would call them old days for me. I'm an old man myself. <laughs> um, you know, a coach would retire, and he would become the athletic director. That happened a lot at MTSU. Well, I mean, a lot, all a over lot the country, of schools, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I think of Skip Bertman at LSU, you know, yep. which obviously they've had a fantastic year. And then they caught, they started calling them book athletic directors. They went to school Correct. for that. But you know what? The learning curve, the learning never ends because you're in a totally new, in the last five years, uh, just a totally different world that, um, no professor, no one could prepare you. So it's like you kind of react on the fly. You know, you had the pandemic. I mean, yes, there, there, there was no, there's, there was no handbook. There's for no that. playbook for that. <laughs> no, and you know, now with the portal and yes. all that, which we'll get into heavily, you know, um, it's just totally changed. You know, I, I was speaking to someone about that just the other day. I mean, I still love my job, and, and as long as I do, I want to be here. But when you stop and you think about all the changes from the pandemic forward, uh, yes, the things we had to do uh, during that year uh, to take care of our students physically, mentally, socially, so many different areas, uh, and now... Uh, with the changes and the reform and the NCAA, when you start talking about the transfer portal, when you start talking about NILs, which allows the athletes to make money, uh, it's a whole new world because uh, when I started coaching to now, back then, the education was the most important thing. Facilities were very important. Who am I going to be playing for? And now it's what kind of NIL deal can I receive? Uh, what other things do you do for us? Uh, and, you know, most sadly, uh, and, I, and it's hard on our coaches and hard on us, 
you may have a great team, uh, and after the season, uh, the transfer portal opens up, and you may lose one, two, three, ten players off your team uh, to other institutions. And so the years of coaching, you know, uh, and and uh, assessing your team for a four-year period are over. It's year to year at this point. Of course, um, during your time here, you've seen Title Nine, you know, you know, had what taken effect probably a decade beforehand, and where that is gone now, it, it's cool. It's like <laughs> I know some coaches probably don't like it. Female athletes, they're empowered; they can make stuff happen, and and sometimes that is much to the chagrin of a coach because. Coaches like having that total control. Well, they don't have ultimate yeah, control. Uh, They've got control in between the lines. Correct. And things like that. But if, if they want to speak out on something, they can. Um, they're much more vocal. They talk more trash. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it, it's to me, it's great. I love it, you know. I love the gamesmanship, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. The girl at LSU, I can't remember her name, you know, pointing at her finger well you yes. know what the other night in the baseball game the guy guess what they were doing the guy yeah. slides in the head first pops up and starts he's you know so there you yeah. got you got you ever think a man would emulate a woman you know who would have thought on the <laughs> athletic arena you know so yeah. um it's 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 gone i mean it's crazy how big of a effect title nine has had on college athletics and I've enjoyed the things on the GoBlueRaiders.com, the perspective of the former athletes. I yes. mean, you get a, you know, people just take it for granted. And I remember, um, gosh, this was here. I have a conversation. He goes, that's a bunch of bunk. And I said, well, if you had a daughter that played softball, you wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think so. You, you know. wouldn't think that at all. You'd be the idiot out at the ball game, like the idiot dad or the idiot mom. And you'd be hoping like hell that she's going to get a scholarship and you would want her to get the same opportunity. Same opportunity. And we've seen that happen. You, you know, Monty, we have. And that's, I tell people all the time, that's probably what drove me into administration. We laugh about me coaching basketball and volleyball, but, you know, my infinite, infinite wisdom of volleyball was slim and none when I came to middle. And uh, you guys at the SAE helped me out. I Fond had, memories. I had practice players before it was cool, probably, because I didn't have enough athletes. And I saw what my women's basketball team had and what we didn't necessarily have for volleyball. And I, I laugh and say by the time the poor old volleyball coach got to talk to the AD, the answer to every question was no. No, you can't have an assistant. No, you can't have more money. No, you can't have more scholarships. And I didn't like that word. So I said, I'm getting an administration, and we're going to get to hear yes every now and then. And that's exactly what Title IX has done. You get the opportunities to hear yes much more and provide the same opportunities. That's all you ask. You don't want more. You just want the same opportunities to play the sport that you love, uh, receive a college education, and, and now with a lot of the legislation, so much more. Uh, but uh, you know, for me... Uh, it, it's sad that we had to have legislation to make us do the right thing, but I think now, uh, after 50 years of Title IX, it was great to celebrate it last year. Now we can look back and go, yeah, th this was so necessary, and, and that's one of the things I'm proudest of in my career is that I feel like that um, the bosses that I've had, the athletic directors, even even uh, across campus, the administrative support have always stepped up and, and put our women first. We're not perfect. No program is. But we've worked very hard to get our programs up to caliber. Well, you know, this country has needed female trailblazers since we, since the Puritans came over. I mean, you know, yeah. um, they had to fight for their right to vote. Yes. Uh, they had to fight for their right to run for city council. Exactly. Or, or, you know, so, I mean, it, it only makes sense that athletics would fall right in it because athletics is a, a major microcosm of, of life, you know. It really is. You look around, you look at our professional athletes and the things that uh, 
they embody and, and uh, what they do to be able to play their sport. Uh, the college game is just like that. They just want to be able to play. They want to participate. Uh, they want to learn and grow from it. I tell our athletes all the time that this this uh, thing called athletics is preparing you for later life and your future job. And if you're successful in athletics, I can guarantee you you're going to be successful at that first job or in your career. And that's, to me, still truly one of the greatest things we do in college athletics. Yeah, and I mean, you know, um, I get a kick. Yeah, I, I think you should – beat your chest if your athletes are doing good in school but that's really what they're supposed to be there yeah you know it's like it's like you know me saying i raised my girls the right way well you don't get a crown for that right you know you're given an opportunity to do something you're supposed to do that right exactly but you know some school i mean let's face it even mtsu at one time with its football was struggling in that regard and this is my take on it um and it wasn't one person's fault or two people it was a university problem but they they made it an emphasis afterwards when you when you're ranked down there at the bottom it get it's embarrassing well it gets everyone's attention and 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 it's sad that sometimes it takes that to get people's attention but uh yeah when they brought things in like the apr uh one of those years we weren't where we wanted to be but i'm happy to say now uh all of our programs including football get awards every year for our high apr and we've you know also gotten awards for our graduation rates and that's what it's all about yeah we want to win but we want to win uh, on the field or on the floor, but we also want to win in the classroom. And we want to prepare these uh, young men and women to go out and be great citizens. And uh, that's what it's all about. And, you know, they beefed it up with the Student Enhancement Center. Yes, yes. Academic Enhancements. And, you know, they made it a priority and um, and great things happened because of it. So, you know, sometimes, I guess sometimes maybe in athletics, you gotta kind of hit a, I don't know if it's rock bottoms, but you you gotta see something that you're like, oh wow, we we can't have that. Right. You gotta have that to making it a, uh, an absolute um, priority. Well, you know, I think that's one of the reasons, Monty. You see a lot of major corporations call athletic programs and say, hey, we really like, we have this job, this job, this job, and we'd like to talk to some athletes because one of the things they know is that these people. Number one are a student. That's first and foremost. Uh, they're also an athlete, and those student athletes are, uh, are held to a higher standard than some of our other students because they have to take certain classes at certain times to continue their eligibility, whereas if you're uh, a, a normal student, you may be able to slow that track down. In athletics, no, they have to be a full-time student. They have to be making progress toward a degree. And those are all great things. You know, shame on us if we weren't doing it before. But now, you know, you if you see athletes that come in and work hard, you see them graduating in three years. And then that last year, they can work on their master's degree. So those are the kind of things we want to instill in them is that you come in, uh, you get an incredible degree. I always tell them we have two goals in athletics. Number one, you come in and you get you a degree that's going to allow you to support yourself for the rest of your life. And number two, we'd like you to win four championships while you're here. And that's not easy to do. Uh, But, you know, a couple years ago, we had a women's basketball program that did that. A little lady named Ebony Rowe and a lot of her teammates, they won four championships. And Ebony Rowe graduated with a degree in in chemistry and I don't know what else. She was a double major. And and she uh, went on. She, you know, I love to tell people she passed up the WNBA to go on to Georgia Tech and get that electrical engineering degree. And she's doing quite well for herself today. And I'd like to think athletics had something to do with that. One of my favorites. Yes, indeed. She goes, I'm trying to think. I had her on the show after she graduated, and uh, she said. We love uh, and, to see her come back. And I said, uh, tell me about Coach Hensel. Yeah. And she goes, I've never loathed <laughs> one man in my life like him. She goes, 
but I ain't never loved one either. One just, you know, you know, it's it's funny because uh, I was the same way with Larry Joe Emman, who is the uh, basketball coach who brought me here. Uh, I played for him in high school, and then um, he recruited me to come here and play. And I wasn't quite ready to play for him again. But when he called with a job, I said I'll be right there. And when I played, I did loathe him, and and uh, it was hard. But I also learned to love him because I feel like he had a great deal to do with making me become the hard-nosed lady I am these days uh, that helped me fight for women's athletics and a lot of other things. So, I, you know, you look back on those times, and, yeah, you know, they push you harder than you've ever been pushed, but how incredible is that? Uh, sometimes we need a little help to get better, and, you know, that's what coaches and and professors and, and people, mentors do. They help you become better. And so hopefully we're still doing that over at MTSU. Diane Turnham, I almost said Coach Cum- Cummings again, but I did not. Diane Turnham, the um, Senior Associate Athletic Director at MTSU, join us today. We'll take a quick pause and be right back. Hi, this is Dan at Music World and Drummer's Den. You've bought your new guitar, your keyboard, or your drums. You don't know how to play it. Well, we have lessons on all stringed instruments, all keyboards, and one of the best drum instructors in the area. We are set up for all types of lessons. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street. If you need music gear, Music World and Drummer's Den is where you need to be. South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Roscoe Brown has a mentoring program that trains you for success. We've got openings from our commercial plumbing department, commercial HVAC. We've got some really great ways that people that don't have experience in the trades but might want to become a skilled tradesman can learn that field. Get with Lindsay Joyner at Roscoe Brown. The wages have greatly increased in the skilled trades. Don't miss out. Call Roscoe Brown. Brown. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. Diane Turnham, Senior Associate Athletic Director at MTSU, join us today. We're touching on a lot of topics from Title IX to transfer portals and all that. Um, let, let me ask you this, Diane. Um, Conference USA. Right. Total new look this yes. year. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you, I'm – I've looked and I thought I'd get your input on this. I've got a pretty good grasp of what we've got coming in um, from the men's sports. Right. You know, and I think uh, particularly in football, people are going to be surprised with, um, you know, Jacksonville State. I tell you what, it's a pretty 
impressive list of coaches. Exactly. I mean, Jerry Kill, you know, was at Minnesota, had success, had yes. the health issues. <clears throat> Rich Rodriguez goes to Jacksonville State. What's he, 9-2? and two. Exactly. Um, the guy, Sam Houston, escaping me, but he's won two different – he's won two national championships in FCS at Delaware and Sam Houston. I know their basketball won their league. I know their baseball was in a region. Um, Liberty, I mean, Liberty's great in everything because they got money. Oh, yes. I mean, and you know, <laughs> that cures, you know, they talk a about. A lot of ills, You know, yes. they always said winning cures all ills. Well, if you got money, you're going to win. <laughs> Makes so. it easier, yes. <laughs> so, it, from the men's sport, and the w- women, the only one I looked at was much was um, basketball, and, you know, they were kind of mixed reviews on a couple around 500, a couple under 500. So what's your thought on the female sports that they're coming in? You know, Monty, as of July 1, we're going to kick off uh, a brand new Conference USA. Uh, And one of the great things, uh, they have a new slogan that you're going to see a whole lot about is no limits on us. And with the us emphasized in Conference USA. And I'm excited about that because uh, anytime you go through a transitional change with conference realignment, you you have concerns. Uh, And and so there were some times it was a little nerve-wracking, but I am so excited with the teams that they're bringing in. And you've mentioned... Uh, several of the teams, uh, but it's it's going to be exciting. You know, you look at Liberty and uh, Carrie Green, who uh, is a Tennessee native, has been over there for many years coaching women's basketball. Uh, those guys are in the tournament almost every year. Uh, they are extremely good in track and cross country. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited about uh, the volleyball and softball. We aren't dropping anywhere uh, in our athletic level uh, for the women's sports. If anything, there's some areas that we might even go up. Uh, So I think uh, Conference USA had to work really hard to bring in teams that fit and and make a difference. Uh, You know, people may remember a young lady that played at UT, Jody Adams. I recruited her myself and lost her to Pat, but uh, she's now the coach out at New Mexico State. And, you know, they were in the uh, Sunbelt Conference with us years ago. But let me tell you, she made it to postseason play this year. She turned that program around. So that's another program that we've got to watch. Uh, you know, uh, Rick Petrie is down at Jacksonville, and he was at South Alabama for years, and, and we battled it out with them then, and we're going to do it again uh, in women's basketball. So you're going to see an exciting brand uh, of uh, whether it be basketball, volleyball, softball, soccer. It's it's going to be uh, exciting times. So I, I hope that people will come out and catch some of those new teams because it's going to be an exciting year. Rick Petrie, one of my favorites. That Good guy, guy, that guy looked like whenever I mean, kids <laughs> you play, looked like he was sitting in a dentist chair. He'd flop around, take his coat Still off. Still does. <laughs> and I'm trying. I have to paraphrase it, but I interviewed him, you know, after a game, and he goes, "Thing about MTSU is, are you going to get the bullet?" Or are you going to get the slow poison? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he came up with yeah. all this crazy stuff, you know. Oh, Funny gosh. guy, I did not realize he was there, was down there. Yes, so, he yeah. is. He is. And I did fail to mention New, Mex- New Mexico State because, yeah. you, know, you know, they've had, I mean, what, just two years ago, their basketball team was unbelievable. And oh, gosh, They yeah. had some issues where yes. they had to shut it down, and I'm sure they you know working very hard on that right rectified now. that but you know i'll say this and y'all may end up in that league one year i like the, this makeup of this league versus uh, going to the mac which was a very you know well rumored story more so from up there than than down here um just because you still got you know you still got middle and western and law tech I mean, I think of those three right that, there. Those you are know. some pretty historic programs. Yeah, and we played FIU for years. For years. UTEP, you know, um, for years. So I like the makeup of the league better. And I know it's spread out, but 
comp, you know, if USC can play in the Big Ten, yeah. why can't New Mexico State and MTSU play? Exactly. You know, and that's, uh, with all the realignment, those kind of things are going to continue to happen. And uh, so for us, we're excited about it. Uh, we're in the predominant South region, but we've got a lot of great programs, and we're all eager to get to that postseason play. Uh, you know, you just saw in the news that uh, we finished number one uh, in the Directors' Cup uh, for a Conference USA, uh, and that's points that are scored throughout the year uh, at the Learfield Cup, and we're so excited to be in the top 100. That's our goal every year. Uh, we want to be in that top 100, and that's a hard group to get into. Uh, and uh, the last, I think, nine years, we've been number one in Conference USA four times. No other program has done that. And so we're pretty excited about that. I think the next closest is like Rice and that they were number one twice. Uh, so we take great pride in our overall programs being great. And, and this year, I mean, football wins a bowl game. Women's basketball goes to postseason play. Um, you know, Jimmy Bourdain in men's tennis has a four-peat uh, and goes to the NCAA. And then, lo and behold, softball comes out. And, uh, you know, I've learned to listen to Coach Breeden. He told me we were a six seed, but we were winning that tournament. He's done that to me twice, and we won it both times. It was some of the most incredible softball I've ever seen. We won the conference tournament. We went straight down to Alabama, and we were one run away from uh, a regional championship. So it was an exciting year for the Blue Raiders all the way around. Um, really nice comment from comments from their coach, too, at the yes. Alabama coach. Yes. He said that's what it's all about right there. Pat Murphy has uh, been around a long time. Uh, he's seen some programs uh, come up through the ranks. I believe he was at Lafayette for a while before he went to Alabama. Uh, so he knows a lot about softball, and he's seen middle come up through the ranks. And uh, he's played us before when he was at La La, and now he plays us again when he's at Alabama. And he knows that you cannot overlook us. Nope, not at all. All righty. Diane Turnham join us today. Let's take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the um, – Blue Raider Insider Report. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the Roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County here on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. We still see some heavy traffic over here on 24 East and Westbound around Shelby, trying to get across the Sullivan Evans Bridge. Busy, but it's moving to the south on 65 down through Brentwood, Franklin. Now, it will get a little bit uh, slower on you there. Uh, slow down on 65 South, or where it connects with 840 in the Spring Hill area. Same thing for 40 East out there in Wilson County. It moves along through Mount Julia, but it starts to slow on 40 East at 840, uh, just outside of Lebanon. Hey, it's time to call Crest Pest Control, especially if you've got mosquitoes and you've got plans for folks coming over this holiday weekend. Call Crest Pest Control. These guys are the best. That number is area code 615-601-6503. That's CrestPestControl.net. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hey, friends. It's Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. Tune in Sunday nights at 9 to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS. Join Kelsey Williams and myself as we interview folks from around the area. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. 
It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. We'll start off with Blue Raiders soccer. Big news today came out. Middle Tennessee soccer, Vanderbilt soccer, and the Nashville Soccer Club announced this season's match between the Blue Raiders and Commodores on September 10th will be held at Geodis Park, the largest soccer-specific stadium in the United States and Canada and home of Nashville SC. That's on a Sunday. Kickoff is slated for 6 o'clock. Information regarding tickets and fan attendance will be announced at a later date. Vanderbilt will be the designated home team for the match in 2021. The Blue Raiders defeated the Commodores 2-1, which was the last time the two sides met in Nashville. The Blue Raiders open exhibition play this August 8th against Southern Indiana and will commence the regular season uh, at home August 17th against Louisiana. Four of last year's seniors return as grad students in 2023. Uh, Caroline Manley, Hannah Suter, Campbell Cavisto, and Elizabeth Slavinsky. Twelve newcomers also join the MTSU roster, including two transfers and a freshman class of 10. You can follow Blue Raiders Soccer on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, again, information will be coming out about that match on September 10th. Middle Tennessee and Vanderbilt will be played at Geotis Park. That is a Sunday at 6 p.m. and definitely something to look forward to. All right, let's uh, continue with soccer. Uh, as the uh, earlier today, the uh, next edition of the Coaches Check-In podcast has been dropped, and it is with Aston Roden, the head coach of Blue Raider Soccer. We'll get you a clip from that uh, on tomorrow's report, but you can go listen to the whole thing. It's available on GoBlueRaiders.com. Well, Middle Tennessee capped off another outstanding academic and athletic year with its sixth best finish all time in the Learfield Directors Cup. The Blue Raiders placed 96th out of 363 Division I schools and collected a total of 180.25 total points, which also was the best of all Conference USA members. In 10 complete years in Conference USA, Middle Tennessee has finished in the top 10 uh, as the top team four times in 10 years, which is more than any other program in the league during that span. The 2019-20 season was not scored due to COVID, so it works out to four wins in nine years. It also marked the fifth time in the last eight years the Blue Raiders have finished in the top 100 and seventh time in school history. All seven top 100 finishes have, have occurred under the watch of Chris Massaro. Middle Tennessee received 50 points from men's tennis, 50 points from women's softball, 45 from football, 25 from women's basketball, and 10.25 points from men's golf. The Blue Raiders, uh, again, finished with 180.25 points. The uh, FIU was second, eight points back. Also, as they come into the conference next year, Liberty would have been second behind Middle Tennessee. Liberty scored 179 total points. 
Also, today was 629 Day here on June 29th, and the Blue Raider Athletic Department, including many student athletes, were out on the Stones River Greenway cleaning up, and they picked up over 420 pounds of litter. And uh, so the volunteers from uh, the Blue Raider Athletic Department able to get a lot done out there and make the uh, green, Greenway experience a little bit better for everybody. That was in partnership with the Tennessee Department of Transportation's Nobody Trashes Tennessee effort. You can follow that on Twitter at Nobody Trashes TN. All right, that's it for this Thursday. We'll have another report to wrap up the weekend coming up tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Looking for a charming home close to downtown and MTSU? Look no further than this three-bedroom, two-bathroom, zero-lot line at 1341 Sharon Court. This home features a spacious living room, an open kitchen, and a primary suite on the main floor. It could be perfect for a family or a couple who wants to live in the middle of everything while still in a private neighborhood. Call for a showing today, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Diane Turnham, Senior Associate Athletic Director um, at MTSU, joining us today. We've been talking about the um, New Look Conference USA. Now, have you got to know some of the administrators and stuff from those schools? Do y'all have, like, Zoom calls or face-to-face meetings? or Well, uh, Conference USA has a spring meeting where – uh, the athletic directors, the SWAs, the faculty athletic rep, football coaches, men's and women's basketball coaches, and now presidents uh, all meet in person. And so this was the second year we did that uh, with the new programs and ourselves. And so, yeah, I've gotten to know uh, several of them very well. I uh, have known some of them throughout the years anyway, uh, so it was great to catch back up with them. Uh, and kind of see what's going on in their programs. Uh, and so it, that's, I think, one of the most exciting things is that we all seem to be uh, working toward common goals uh, of upgrading Conference USA, uh, doing the things that will promote us nationally, uh, and that that new brand is going to be exciting. And then uh, next year, uh, obviously, Kennesaw State right down the road, uh, near Atlanta will be coming in and uh, uh, Tamika Jones-Smith is there in a position like mine. She's been an AD at UC Riverside out in California. Uh, She was at uh, San Antonio for a while with Lynn Hickey and she and I were on the women's basketball committee together. So uh, it's great to be able to work with her again. So it's exciting. Well, um, I forgot to mention Kennesaw. They they they're going to bring a lot to the table, you know. They almost pulled an upset their men's basketball team in the NCAA tournament last year, and um, matter of fact, played Liberty in the conference final and beat them by points. So, right. You know, you got a couple good basketball 
you know basketball is going to be good coming in and i know baseball they've already been they've always been good and so and you know you're in the state of georgia you're gonna get football players oh my goodness yes i mean they're they're everywhere you know so and you know being that close to atlanta uh, there's a reason all those football coaches recruit in georgia and florida well that's right (laughs) (laughs) and you know let's face it um You know, you you look. You know, everybody everybody needs a home, right? You know, and you know, let's face it, the independent days are over. Yes. I mean, you know, Notre Dame may still be able to make it work, but not everybody's Notre Dame. That they're pretty and they're unique, st- and they're still in a conference in every sport but football. Exactly. You know? So, you know, and I don't think the league just went in haphazardly just. So I get them, them, them. I mean, they brought programs that all of them bring something to the table. And I think one, I've said that this before on this show, that people are going to surprise about is Sam Houston State. It's in Texas. You don't hear about them. But, I mean, you know, I mentioned the, they had an unbelievable year uh, this year athletic-wise. You know, it's so true, uh, and that's unfortunate. You know, uh, you know me, I've always hated that term mid-major because middle has always fallen into that a little bit too. And uh, none of our coaches and none of their coaches think we're mid-major. We think we're in it to compete at the highest level. And, you know, they, they kind of face some of the same things we do. They're, they're in a state where you can throw a rock and hit a university. Uh, you know, uh, they're, they're kind of like us. I mean, you know, they, they've got to contend with – the Houstons, the all the different universities, you know, and so they're trying to make their way, and I think they do an incredible job of doing that, just like I think we do. Uh, you know, when when you look around, uh, one of the things that uh, people kid me about saying is that at Middle Tennessee State University, the greatest thing about us is that we're only 30 minutes from Nashville, and the worst thing is we're only 30 minutes from Nashville that, sometimes yeah. because you have you know, have the Titans, you have the Predators, you have the Soccer League, you have Tennessee, you have Bandy and Tennessee State. Uh, we think we uh, are, are a great athletic program. I tell people all the time we are the best uh, economic value for a family in this city than any other program. And uh, I, I love the fact that I feel like we have great young athletes that are great role models. And I encourage people to come in all the time to any of our sports because you're going to meet some impressive young women and men that are on that field. And, you know, my son, like your children, grew up there, and I, I think they turned out okay, uh, yeah. kind of looking up to some of our athletes. And I love that. I, I just ran into a gentleman the other day, and he was telling me that his two daughters had just been at soccer camp and the how much they loved the camp, but also getting to meet some of our young ladies. And that's a program that you're in and you're out has one of the higher GPAs. So they do it on the field. They do it in the classroom. And as a parent, what more could you want? Coach Roden's a very engaging guy. So, he is. I mean, he's, you know, he's, but he's, he's, you know, he'll talk about other sports yes. besides soccer. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and he's at almost all of them. I love it. We support each other in all the different sports. All righty. You're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. This is Pastor Nikki Ajapong, the lead pastor of Holy Hill Chapel in Murfreesboro. Here are sermons on WGNS every Sunday night at 7.30. Everyday life, never take it for granted. Visit Holy Hill Chapel, tn.org, to hear our podcast. It's a blessing. Good afternoon. We still see some heavy traffic over here on 24 East and Westbound around Shelby, trying to get across the Sullivan Evans Bridge. Busy, but it's moving to the south on 65 down through Brentwood, Franklin. Now, it will get a little bit uh, slower on you there. Uh, slow down on 65 south or where it connects with 840 in the Spring Hill area. Same thing for 40 East out there in Wilson County. It moves along through Mount Julia, but it starts to slow on 40 East at 840 uh, just outside of Lebanon. Hey, it's time to call Crest Pest Control, especially if you've got mosquitoes and you've got plans for folks coming over this holiday weekend. Call Crest Pest Control. These guys are the best. That number is area code 615-601-6503. That's CrestPestControl.net. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Diane Turnham, Senior Associate. Athletic director at MTSU joining us today. Um, as we close out, just your thoughts about um, you. You kind of did a little list, but your thoughts about uh, the athletics that you know just ended for this year. It was a good year. It was an incredible year. You know, anytime you can uh, finish in the top 100 of uh, the Learfield Directors Cup, it's a great year. Uh, those are calculated by uh, your finish in postseason play. And so we were very fortunate to have some teams uh, not only go to postseason, but win in postseason. And so anytime your programs are doing that, then it's uh, it's a plus. Uh, that That's the goal of every athletic department to be in postseason play and uh so we've been very fortunate uh when you look around the country uh there's a lot of programs uh in division one over 300 plus and so to be in the top one-third in the country uh is indeed quite an honor and we don't take that lightly uh we celebrate it uh we want to do well for the university we also want to do well for the conference and uh, that that's pretty exciting i i gotta admit uh you know Two of my sports are women's basketball and softball, so I was pretty excited to see them do well. Uh, I'm excited about volleyball coming up. Uh, you know, I think they're going to have a great year next year. Uh, it, it's just an exciting time to uh, be a part of MT Athletics. And, you know, uh, being the old dinosaur here, I want everybody in this city to uh, cheer on the Blue Raiders, uh, come out and watch us play. Uh, see what we're talking about. Don't just take our word for it that we think we're pretty good. Come out and see uh, what we have to offer because we are all into providing a great family atmosphere. I was, um, we were watching, me and some buddies, we were watching a bowl game last year and it was, it was Western. I can't remember who Western played. And they go, you pulling for Western? I went, no. <laughs> and they were so like, hard. they're in your conference. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I said, do Red Sox fans cheer for the Yankees when we're in the World Series? No. No. They don't. Oh. You know, I always get that, well, i got to root for the SEC because the balls are out right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. Don't you know, it. It, that's a tough one. I mean, you know, it is. Rivalries are are a great thing, and and certainly Western Kentucky and ourselves have been in three different conferences together. So yeah. uh, there's been a long tradition of uh, competition, mm-hmm. and, and I respect them. Don't get oh, me wrong. Oh, certainly, you better respect them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I'm pretty proud of all of our athletic accomplishments. Uh, They've had some great ones. We've had some great ones, but that just makes that uh, little rivalry even tougher. Uh, you know, I, I can like them when we're not competing, but otherwise we got to win. I've got a buddy that lives in Bowling Green. This is, I don't know, after Kermit been here several years, yes. he goes, he goes, I don't know what's up. Middle's a basketball school now, and Western's a football school. <laughs> Things change. You never know. <laughs> and he was right, because you you always thought about middle being, you know, going back to the rivalry, the old OVC days. Right. Western was the basketball school. They I mean, were middle a great was, basketball program. You know, and then, of course, middle started beating them some. And, you know, that was, that was one of the, 
I thought big things Kermit did. He brought that rivalry back. He, we got to beat them though. It got pretty intense. But that, yeah. hey, that's exactly what you want. That's what sports are all about: is going into the fight and coming out on top. It seems like so many coaches know each other now. They do. You know, they've either probably a lot of them have even been on the same bench before and. I tell you what, though, nothing like beating your buddy or, or or losing to your buddy. Well, you know, you brought up that in Conference USA we have you know fall, winter, spring meetings, and it is always exciting and interesting to see these coaches get together all in the same room, and then all of a sudden they have to fight for things for their sport. Uh, women's basketball, it is a fierce competition no matter who we're playing. But when you get Coach Rick in the room with some of these other coaches, they got to try to fight to get better things for women's basketball. Same thing with men's basketball. Same thing with football. And it is awesome to see them. Uh, they kid each other a lot, but they also, at the end of the day, want to improve our conference. And they don't mind telling you, you got to step up your game and raise the conference up a little higher. Gonna say I've always said that about Coach Hanson. You know, he pulls no punches. You know, he there was one thing. It's well known that you know he he didn't want to spend a dime in bowling grades. <laughs> you know, but he was always the first person to say they're like us. They go out and play the best people they can play to make themselves better and our league better. And we got to have more people in our league do that that are willing all to it's, do it. He goes, you know, you get down at the end of the year if you're playing somebody with a 291 RPI. He goes, that doesn't do you any good. No. He goes, you'll drop. In fact, it can hurt you, you know, having been on a couple of committees. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that we talk to all the coaches about during those meetings is, you know, you don't have to play number six, seven, and eight in America, but you don't need to be playing 300 and above, for goodness sake, because should there ever be a loss, then it's going to hurt you significantly at the end of the day if they're in the room trying to pick a team to go and two teams are almost identical, they're going to look at your worst loss. And if you've got one 200 or above, that's not going to be good. It doesn't matter if, it's, if it was the second game of the year either. Right. Doesn't. Well, you know, Co Coach Insel, uh, that, that happened a, a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, had a, had a early loss, and you always hope that doesn't come back to haunt you. But sometimes you never know in that in that room what it might do to hurt your chances to get an at large bid. And uh, so our, our teams have to think about that. And that's one of the things as a conference that we continue to try to push is everyone. You don't have to play the top people, but you got to play good competition, and then you got to win. Dan, great as always to have you. I'd like to get you back. Um, Let's do it. Tomorrow, as a matter of fact. All right, so, we'll do it. So we'll continue our chat tomorrow. I uh, hope everybody has a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.